the Monday Rewind. Welcome along to the Monday Rewind. I'm Raf Giallo, standing in for Ushin Langan. You can get in touch at mondayrewind at newstalk.com. Ushin was at Semple Stadium yesterday to see his native Waterford do the business against Cork to win the league for the first time since 2007. Tom Devine's goal was the cherry on the cake in the 124-17 victory. He regathers this one on the ground. Waterford will be in no rush to take anything here. It's chipped down towards the square. It's not going to go all the way. Broken down by Brick Walsh, who tries to take it. Turn, Brick Walsh is inside, can't get the shot away. Comes to Tom Devine. Oh, somehow it's squeezed into the back of the net. Tom Devine let it go from just outside the square. Corkman, whether it was the goalkeeper or defender, got something on it, but it somehow managed to squirm into the back of the net. Waterford, 120, Cork 14 points, and six minutes to go in the Allianz League final. We'll bring you more reaction from that game shortly. In rugby, Toulon won a third European title in a row by beating Claremont and after the match at Twickenham off the balls, Dave McIntyre caught up with Toulon's Australian out-half, Matt Gitto. Matt, you won Super Rugby Championships, you've played in World Cup Finals. Where's that rank now in terms of what you've achieved in your career? Uh, it's right up there. That's probably my career highlight for me. Um, it's something we could achieve. You know, very special, obviously, against a quality side like Clermont, who for me, again, have been the form team and... And you almost feel for them because they've, they've, they've uh, you know, they've had, they've always had a great year. But you know, luckily for us, we got the, we got the win. But um, yeah, it ranks right up there. You know, for me to be able to do it three times, it's, it's something that hasn't been done, and we've created a bit of history. You've put in a performance today as a team that maybe we haven't seen to this point. You ground out the wins to here, but there were a lot of line breaks. There was a lot of attacking from deep. Drew Mitchell's try, case in point, was maybe a different side to Toulon today. Well, it was. I mean, you needed to. I think when you're playing a side like Clermont, who have uh, so much firepower, you know, you've got to try and match that. Um, you know, there were still periods in the game where, where it's just about territory and trying to control the game, which I felt we, we, we probably lost when we had a good grip on it, but we're able to get the win. So, I mean, the game wasn't perfect, wasn't great for either team, but um, for us, we had a game plan where we wanted to play, conditions allow that, um, and we got a win. Finally, Matt, I know you want to go because the reason is you said it's the best part. This five minutes, ten minutes after the full-time whistle is what being part of a team is all about. It just looked like this is a team. It's not just a bunch of highly paid international superstar rugby players. You guys mean an awful lot to each other and to this club. Yeah, you do. You respect each other, each other so much. You know, you respect what they've been able to achieve, and you want to prove yourself as well. So, you know, the fact that we're able to win this you know, three times in a row is huge. And like you say, this is the best time because it's just the players in there. You don't have anything outside. It's just us. We're celebrating such a special achievement together. Go enjoy it. Cheers, thanks mate. That was Matt Gitto of Toulon speaking to Dave on Saturday evening. Dave was also at Stamford Bridge yesterday as Chelsea clinched the Barclays Premier League title. Jose Mourinho did something of a runner after one of his questions. Jose, in the build-up to the game and on the back of the Arsenal game, it was about boring Chelsea, boring Arsenal, respect for Chelsea. And maybe today won't have helped that, a 1-0 win with a penalty. But do you genuinely care what other clubs, what other managers, what other sets of supporters think of you and think of your players? It's the perfect question for me to say goodbye. (laughs) Dave also spoke to Alan Pardew, whose Crystal Palace side lost 1-0 to Chelsea. Alan, you got a lot of joy down the uh, left-hand side, in particular in the first half. They just changed things in the second half, and that really almost strangled you guys in the game. You couldn't get on the ball any near as much. No, correct, and uh, they adjusted well, but um, 
Um, I thought that at the end we still pushed hard and had a couple of chances. You know, anything would have broke our way. I think it would have ended a draw, but we couldn't couldn't find the goal. It was such a good away record you had coming to this game. I think it was six wins and seven, but that's three defeats on the bounce. It hasn't happened for Crystal Palace I think, for 15 months. So where do you go from here? You've two home games left. I mean, is there a danger that? Having achieved so much, it'll start to fizzle out now for you. No, three games left. Looking forward to them. Okay, let's get on to GAA. It's a fantastic time for Waterford hurling, so let's begin with the league victors. Oshin spoke to selector Dan Shanahan, manager Derek McGrath, and former corner back Noel Connors. Dan Shanahan, Waterford selector. First of all, tell me what winning an Alliance League means to this county and this team. It's unbelievable. Um, to, to come to where we where we've come from, last year being the win relegate, going to one B. Took a lot of stick personally, myself and the management team. Myself and Derek stuck together. We got in Finton, who's been a fantastic, a fantastic addition to us. Again, I think we just played Cork today and to our work rate. Like we wanted it more, and they did. And I think the result, and at the end, we deserved the win. Your system worked, but your system only works if individuals step up and play well, which they did. Yeah, the systems only work when you're fit and when you're able to work to balance with you. Now, lads are fit. We're, 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 some people say we're going to only go that's total absolutely bullshit to be honest with you like you know our lads are just working they see if they're in trouble they'll go they'll hunt and they'll block and that's all we want to do we want our lads to work they're fit enough to work and they're working hard it's a kind of a strange one because he scored I think 124 in the end but actually missed an awful lot of chances I think it's something like 15 yeah, wides yeah yeah, yeah. We, do, we, we had that and especially in the second half again we had a few, good few in the first half like you know but you're going to get that like 124 it's, it's good shooting, like you know, and um, we did say that we got 20 25 points like, to, to take a good team to beat us, like you know. But look, Cork are going to come back in five weeks' time, serious opposition again. They'll go away, they'll study it, and they'll see how they get on, like you know. But look, tonight we'll enjoy it, the lads will enjoy it, it's what it is, like you know. So, uh, there's a lot of people been asking me to do a lot of stuff from, from last year. Players, officials, I saw not officials, managers, they took a lot of stick. Uh, and again, we'll, we'll just go and enjoy it. I'm so, so thrilled for Derek McGrath, to be honest with you, because. So he had to be relegated to 1B last year. He took a lot of criticism for meeting a few of the top players in Waterford. He took it on the chin. We'll have a look at it again, we'll have a look at it again the club championship in for the Zombies, and we'll see how they get on. Yeah. Is this Waterford team and squad a bit different in a mindset sense? Because looking at them today, I always got the feeling that if one or two guys didn't play well, others could step up. Maybe that wasn't the case at Waterford before. If you know, if you had big individuals who didn't play, Waterford didn't play. When you look at this team, you kind of get the feeling they could f- function even if everyone is not at the top of their game. Well, the one thing we said is that we're not going to be um, uh, jumped upon this year, like, which we were last year. Like, you know, we're not going to be bullied by teams. We're uh, probably bullied last year. Like, you know, we're, I don't think Cock Cock no goal today, did they? No, no. Stephen O'Keefe made a great save. Like, you know, and if you can keep your goal today, then we've conceded three goals. I think in the league, if we play, which is a fair going, like you know. So look, again, we, we, we are we are um, we're going to enjoy tonight. The lads have worked so hard physically, mentally. We've so many we've so many fellas to thank for that. Can't mention names. There's so many names I can mention, but we're really on a set up this year, and we're hopeful. This is only the start, like you know. But again, down to the players again, like you know that they really performed, they really wanted to win tonight. I think the second half really proved that. Thanks, Johnny. And they're lads who've won a lot in the past, so they know celebrate this, but. Get the head down and concentrate yeah, yeah. for five weeks' time. Definitely, have to, have to. I can't. That's the thing I'll be saying in dressing when I go in there. Fans will celebrate tonight. I come back to the clubs in for two two big games. I'll be three weeks in for the Cork game, like you know. But I can be sure Cork are hurting. You don't come to finals if, 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 if you lose. You have to hurt, and they'll be, they'll be ready in five weeks' time to try and counteract what we're doing, like you know. So we'll see you, Doug Garvin. Please, God. <laughs> Derek McGrath, Waterford are league champions. First of all, congratulations. Second of all. You must have been delighted with how it all unfolded today. I mean, you had a plan and it worked out perfectly. Yeah, we, we had a plan. It's uh, conceived by the players and management uh, together, a consultative thing. So 
we, we implemented it well and, and uh, the boys worked very hard and were league champions because of it, so um, great preparation for five weeks' time, you know. Fantastic stuff. What does a national title mean to this team and Waterford at large? Because it's only the third time that they've won a league and it's the first national title since 2007. Yeah, well, look, we, we weren't going to be hypocrites in the run-up to it. We felt that Waterford can't afford to park league titles, if you like, or league performance or league final appearances, if you like. So we just, we made no secret of the fact that we're going for the game. And that's what we did. We went for it and we took it. So, you know, we move on to five weeks' time. But yeah, it's, it looks huge for Waterford. I think in terms of Waterford is not trophy-laden. You know, we've only won it in, in 63 and 2007, if you like. So I think it's just a massive, or a massive experience for all our guys and to be able to come and I felt we were very emotive this morning when everyone that left their own home remarked the fact that it was kind of an emotional day and to be able to transfer that emotion into adrenaline and energy adrenaline and energy on the field I think that was the most pleasing thing today Your ball use was immense I mean you used it extremely well hit maybe more wise than you would have liked but yeah. a full time score of 124 that's not bad Yeah for a, for a defensive team it's fairly good you know 124 <laughs> so yeah it's, it's, look it's a the boys used the ball well. I thought when there was periods of dominance, it wasn't really reflected on the score, but we had a kind of few iffy, iffy kind of shot selections at times in the game, so there's plenty to work on going forward. But just immensely proud of the boys for, for their whole application and the fact that we were, we were kind of preaching the fact that we were a very together and unified unit. And I think it's that togetherness, our unity is only kind of seen when you, when you win. You, like, you know, sometimes often groups go, other teams have it as well. They talk about family, they talk about... Um, creating a family environment within their team, I think. But we've we've created that win, lose or draw. We just feel we're a very tight bunch, and we know what where we want to go. You know, it's a brave system you use, having more at the back than than you have up the front. It means that the guys who were at the front, like Maurice Shanahan today, they have to win the ball, they have to do their job, and they did by and large. Yeah, they did, and I think it's it, what you need is you need first of all you need patience from the guys that are inside because it's it's a hard job, you know, to be up against two or three defenders if you like at times, but. That's the, I think that's the sign of a good team where a fellas can just buy into it and, and be willing to kind of sacrifice their own game and be willing to live out of front of one out of every three balls and you know that's that's what it probably is here. You're probably and just you know that that's what it is if you like. So there's patience involved in it, but there's the old fashioned values of, of just hard work and, and, and honesty and you know, just a, having the humility if you like to kind of dig our team out at different times and good decision making when you have ball in hand is crucial too. But look we may need to tweak it in five weeks' time because obviously Cork will have a huge look at how we play it, so we may change it up now with, 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 um, with Sunday five weeks in mind. You might have said about Waterford teams in the past that you'd worry about their mindset going into five weeks having just beaten Cork in a league final. I would have no worry about this team. They seem to be able to hit control, alt, delete and restart themselves and, and get the attitude right. Yeah, and I think more so than ever, I think the two-week break for the club activity now will be helpful because I think... It may have been difficult to go the next week, if you like, in terms of not demotivation, but very hard to sustain the level of commitment, effort, not professionalism, because I don't like that word. It's um, more just absolute keep putting our life on hold for the way we're playing or what, what we're trying to do. And I think it was, that's very hard, uh, very hard to sustain in, in, in modern games. So the two-week break to the clubs will, will do them good, I think, and then we'll refresh it for the, for the Cork match in, in, in five weeks' time. But, yeah, I think, they'll, they look, if we lose here in five weeks' time, it won't be because we took a right off the ball, because Cork were better on the day. And I think we were better on the day today, and that's why we won, you know. You'll be in the conversation now when we're talking about contenders for the All-Ireland. First of all, are you happy to be in that conversation? And second of all, does that put more pressure on the lads? And is that a good thing? They seem to like when people talk them up and they react well to it. Yeah, look, I'm not really any emotion on whether we're talked up or not. And that's not been in any way derogatory about the question. It's probably just, uh, I, I, not, I don't really think about it. I think 
I still think if you go into Paddy Power in the morning and you go look for the betting on us in Cork, that we'll probably be gone in a small bit, but Cork will probably be marginal favourites based on Cork lying in the grass and waiting to ambush people better than anyone else, you know. So, um, yeah, look, I think there'll be a level of expectancy and it's probably people will talk us up a bit more, but they've been talking us up for a while now and we haven't failed to deliver, but there will come a flat period and I've no doubt these guys will be, be bounced backward whenever that flat period comes, you know. People will probably go down the road saying that we've had a good league, we're a bit, we've a little, little bit down the road in terms of fitness on other teams, but I'm not sure. Like you know, I think there's, I still think we're fifth out of five in 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 Munster. And people like might in, in Waterford might even like me saying that, but that's that's in my my opinion, that's the reality. Derek, best of luck. Thanks for talking to us. No, no, congratulations. First of all, how does it feel to be a league champion? Yeah, it's fantastic, I suppose, but. Uh, it's quite known because it was it's probably only over what, about a half an hour or even less, you know. But uh, fantastic! Anytime you win a national title, it's it's great, you know. Especially with a great bunch of young lads that really want to work hard for each other, you know, and that have put so much effort in the last few weeks or last few, I suppose, months, even with with a small bit of criticism, I suppose, from from the offset. Um, and I suppose Derek probably took the blunt to that, but maybe that kind of instilled a small bit of not even belief in us because we wanted to push on and kick on and and, and prove to ourselves that we were. There, thereabouts, and competing with the top, you know. Did Cork not play, or did you force them into not playing? Um, I suppose it's it's probably it's probably a difficult question for me to answer because I suppose I'm not in the Cork side, and I'm not being smart on that uh, that answer. But uh, I just thought that our work rate was was quite high, um, particularly coming to the second half. But um, look, I, I haven't a clue if Cork didn't play on the day, but we kind of just kept our head down and kept working extremely hard, like we have been doing all year. And they were fortunate enough, I suppose, to get the win at the end of it. You used the ball well, took your scores well, although you missed a lot of chances as well. So that's something I suppose to work on ahead of the championship game. Yeah, I suppose, absolutely. Like, you know, you're never going to have a perfect game, really, are you? Um, and it always gives you some bit of aspects to kind of, I suppose, tie the upcoming championship, you know. And it's definitely something we'll probably have to address in, in the next couple of weeks because five weeks, as I said, to, lad, to, this, uh, to, to a few of the lads won't be long coming around, particularly when you have two weeks to your club. So, um no, look, championship is probably something we have to concentrate on. I know we're going to enjoy tonight and go back to the clubs and after that, but it's, it's very much focused on championship in, in, in five weeks' time. You didn't want to be in 1B, you were there, but in retrospect, was that a good thing because you were able to gather momentum and then from the quarterfinals, you know, you had confidence playing the likes of Galway, Tip and then Cork? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 1B is, is just as competitive as 1A, to be perfectly honest about it. Um, you have fantastic teams in there, Limerick, Offaly, you know, you have Wexford and so on, the way down to Leash and Antrim. So it's, it's not as if you want to steamroll anyone on any given day, you know, you have to be very kind of aware of what they have and um, it was maybe that kind of instilled a bit of confidence in us, but I wouldn't really say that being a 1B was, was that much of importance to us, to be honest with it. If you were the unbeaten team in both codes heading into the championship, would you have envisaged that after how last year ended? Um, I suppose ourselves... We kind of had a small bit of belief in ourselves because at the end of the day we believed that every time we go into a field and, and we take the field with, with 15 of the lads that we can win any game, you know, and it probably sounds quite stupid and probably naive to an extent, but we believed that we could go out and win every game. So I wouldn't say it was totally out of the question. Well, how important was the work he did over the winter months to sort of foster that, that team spirit and that determination to make up for last year? Yeah, I suppose it was, it was massive, particularly with a, a relatively young team and it probably echoing that sentiment quite a lot in, in, in a few questions that I've answered, but it's a relatively young team, you know, and I suppose you have an experience to an extent, but then you have a few of the, I suppose, the older lads that give great confidence and, and great advice to us, but uh, yeah, definitely the winter has been fantastic, it's been massive for us, you know, and it's probably took, brought a lot of us together and gelled us quite a bit. I mean, you want to concede five goals, I think, 
in the, this league campaign? That must be very, very satisfying from the defensive point of view. Yeah, absolutely. I suppose. Uh, but I suppose it's something we have to address too. Like you know, they let, we got left in five goals. So if that comes championship, or I suppose our aspiration we going to championship is concede no goal, goals throughout the whole campaign. You know, but look, that's as again, that's as I said, is something we can address in in, in the coming weeks. You're testing yourself against Patrick Morgan again. I suppose you'll have another head to head now in, in five weeks' time. Do you, do you look forward to those sort of challenges? I suppose any time you, you go out onto the field as an intercounty player, you, you're always going to have a tough, and you're always going to I suppose relish the opportunity because. The, the realisation is there, you're yeah, marking probably the best corner forward or corner back in, in the opposition's county, you know, so you have to relish the opportunities and you're going to have to concede scores and, and they're going to win a ball in front of you and it's, it's I suppose, it's to, to realise that that's going to happen and, and not get too caught up in the whole moment of it. Um, it's probably the most important thing. So you, you were straight here against Cork in similar conditions and went even like that. How does this compare? Like, it's a completely different team now. Yeah, um... I suppose it's, it's very difficult to compare anything, to be honest. Um, we've been with a total new bunch of, of players, backroom staff and mentors, you know, it means quite a lot. Um, particularly with, I suppose, I grew, I grew up playing with a different cohort of players, with, with the older lads, including Dan. Um, so it's a totally different experience, you know, so it's, it's very hard to kind of compare both. But look, at the end of the day, winning a national title is fantastic, you know, and it's, it's something that we will look, I will look down at the end of my career and say, you know what, that a fantastic event and fantastic occasion. Would it be nice to think that what happened today won't happen? impact on both teams' preparations No, look, championship is championship, you know, and you'd be foolish to think that winning today was going to have a massive bear on it because every day you go and play a 70-minute game, it's, it's totally different. It's not as if it's going to... It's not as if I'm going to slip in the same position or it's not as if, we'll say, the brick is going to get over a score in the same position. So I think it's totally irrelevant, you know, and if anyone thinks that it's going to be the same, I think they're very naive, to be honest. In a short space of time, has the mindset of the Waterford Senior Hurling Squad changed? Um, I wouldn't think a whole lot, you know, growing up, as I mentioned, growing up with the likes of Dan, Ken, Tony, you know, a lot of them, they were quite successful, you know, and coming into this dressing room, if you go in there and you look through all the lads, I suppose you realise that there is uh, quite a lot of, I suppose, accolades that they've won, you know, you have colleges, Hardy Cups, Dr. Crokes, whatever it may be, the whole way to Fitzgibbons and so on and so forth, all Ireland minors, um, so I think success is also in the dressing room there, so... I suppose it's in the breed more so than anything else. Waterford will be part of the conversation now when we're talking about potential All-Ireland winners. Are you happy to be part of that conversation? Is that a pressure that you like to have? Look, it's, it's something that I suppose any team that wants to be at the top of their game is going to have to take on the chin, you know, and it's to relish that. And I suppose not overanalyse it too um, is, is probably one of the most fundamental aspects of it also. Um, but yeah, I suppose being in the mix, I suppose yeah, we were in a transition phase for the last maybe two, three years or whatever, but... It's about time that we kicked on now and made ourselves um, a bit more successful than we have been in the last couple of years. It's a nice position going into the championship because Tip and Kilkenny will still be favourites. Yeah, absolutely, you know, and rightly so. They've been massive in the last few years come championship, you know, and as I mentioned again, come championship, Cork are going to be a totally different animals. Cork selector Shawnee McGrath also spoke about his own team's defeat. Shawnee McGrath, Cork selector. You just didn't really play today, did you? You never got going. No, Shane, just St. Hilaire, they were very disappointing, very flat. Couldn't counteract their game plan, um, but even individually we missed bad chances. We just weren't up for the pitch of it, it was very disappointing. Maybe hard to put a finger on it right after the game, but 
is there anything that kind of you can think of that that caused that kind of display? I don't think so because like we trained at the, as you said in the aftermath of it, it's hard to put a, a specific finger on it. Like we trained well, and lads that were injured, you know, had come back in and, and we were happy with their fitness and all that. But just on the day, we could sense it from the first couple of minutes. We just sensed that our fellas were a bit flat, and we just felt early on that we might need a goal to kickstart it. We just couldn't get a bit of life into our game. And look, they are very fit and they're very physical and they move the ball well. And we had no answer to them today. They won it on merit. They were very good. The system mode of play means it's very difficult to get in behind. It means it's very difficult to get a shot with a bit yeah. of freedom. It worked well for Waterford today. You know, we're saying that he played badly and, yeah. and it didn't happen for you, but their system worked. Oh, yeah, to give him credit. He's done a great job down there. Like I know Derek well from college days. He's a fantastic coach. He was a great player himself when he played, and he's got a great system going. They, you can even see them on the field themselves communicating. It isn't coming from the line. A couple of times we could see their half back line talking to their you know, midfielders, pulling them back, and even when the substitutions were coming on, you could see the fella being taken off, telling the fella come on, what to do, and who to pick up. So they seem to be terribly organised and put together. And look on the day they won it on Merrill no, we have five weeks to regroup, reassess it and look at the video and see what we have to do. But for today, I think Waterford won it completely on merit. It was a really, really good performance out of them. Yeah, well, you won't need a sports psychologist for motivation over the next five weeks, will you? That's, I suppose, the positive side. That's the positive side, yeah. Look, at the end of the day, it was championship is championship, but like we have huge motivation you know, and something to play for. We always had something to play for, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's you know, some, um, some wounds, I suppose, that we need to heal. And today was very disappointing. And no one likes losing a, a national title by 10, 11 points. Um, you know, we felt we had a chance going in there. We were beaten comprehensively, so yeah, we have a lot to play for over the next couple of weeks. Are you happy enough that you can park this and come up with a performance the next day or are you a bit worried that for large parts we'll say against Dublin you didn't play well and over the league you've been kind of patchy at times? Been patchy at times. I think individually though we do have good players. I think we have players that can change games. They got battled up a bit today but I do think that pound for pound we are a good side. We got defined two years ago won a couple of months of title last year I do think we're a good side and I think that we can regroup and make a difference. Aidan Ryan started his first game with the league this year at fullback. How do you think he did? He did okay. Look, it's easy to be critical. I mean, Aiden did okay. There was players outside the field that were poor. I thought Aiden did okay. It was yeah. a very, very difficult environment. He was on a really good player. Marishan is in the top of his game. Had a great game against Tipperary as well. Yeah. So I think Aiden did okay. Um, at times he found it hard when he was being turned, but he battled manfully. He won two really good balls in the air before half time. And I think he did reasonably okay. Johnny, I know it's not easy to talk after a loss, so thank you very much. I really do appreciate no it. No problem, Sashi. There was also action in the All Ireland Under 21 Championship as Tyrone beat Tipperary in the final. However, relations between Tipperary and Tyrone were not ship-shape uh, immediately after the game, as Tyrone's manager, Fergal Logan, referred to. I think they've gone a bit extreme. It's obviously raw at the moment, but I hope that the relations in Tyrone and Tipperary football don't get to that pitch when we have guys putting people out of dressing rooms. Well, exactly. they, were, they were talking about that accusing Tyrone of being cynical in the way they played and said that maybe we should be like that. Is that what they're annoyed about? Well, it seems as though that's the way, but I can promise you this. I've told our men never to sledge or talk to people. I've told them not to conduct themselves cynical. There are boys buying freeze on both teams there probably today, and I'm very just disappointed that in the GA world something like that would happen. But anyway, I've said a lot in the past couple of weeks. I'm happy that we won and relations and everything. It's a very sore moment. I appreciate that for Tipperary because they probably thought at halftime there's no way they'd be beaten but we thought that would be to our advantage because they'd see the winning line and then they'd begin to think about the winning line whereas we were still at the start line and we went for broke in the second half. Fergus, just to explain, uh, you, you weren't allowed into the temporary direction. Column, I don't want to make a major fuss because I've been the subject of major fusses this past two weeks ago. I would love to take an hour, sit down, think it through, talk it out. Not often it happens in Gaelic football, but anyway, I'm not making a deal or uh, listen. That's that. We had a good game of football. Was it yourself? Or I thought it was a sporting. Members? I thought it was a sporting game of football, but maybe not. Maybe others see different. Was, was it yourself? Well, it wasn't myself. I was looking for Peter and Brian. I was looking yeah. for Peter and Brian to bring them with me, but 
I don't know, they felt that we've coached a certain way. That's their prerogative, let them have their thoughts. But I spoke to the chairman, I said I was very disappointed. But listen, no fuss, lad. I don't want to fuss over that. They're very sore, we are very happy, and it's a raw emotion at this stage. Tips Tommy Toomey also spoke to Ushin after the game. Tommy Toomey, Tipperary under-21 manager. Um, that's a hard one to take. Very hard. Uh, not sore after that. No, you have no passion for the game. Our team are hurt, there's no doubt. You know, it's a hard way to lose. Uh, incidents happening in games, and that's how sport is decided. But we're, we're, we're down tonight. But these boys will gather themselves again. There's 18 of them underage again next year, 9 in the team. So, you know, they're a good bunch of young lads, and we, we're learning... Uh, we fought a great battle there tonight and it will stand to us in the long term I think myself In a one point game it can be hard to point incidents that change it but what are those incidents? Well I thought that you know the referee can explain it himself but you know a man being sent off and you know for hitting the fell off a goal post and he continues to give the free out I just don't understand that at the end of the game I thought we deserved a draw out of it but look that sport it hits you and you have to put up with it and get on with it were they able to lessen the effect of the likes of Stephen and Colin at times? Was, was that a big difference as well? well? They did. Look, you can see when they got the goal, they, you know, they got stuck into our lads a bit around the middle of the field. and uh, you know, That's their tactic. That's how they play. And uh, you, know, you, you have to go out there and deal with that. And I thought we dealt with it for most of the game. And we got caught out for the goal. Uh, just to kick out, went to the wrong area. They won it. And that was, I think, the deciding factor in the game on the scoreboard. But I thought the lads really battled back again and showed... They're melting, you know. Tipperary are never beaten, and today again to prove that we came again and came again, and you know kicked two great scores and very unlucky, like you know the ball went in, goalkeeper tackled, back of the net disallowed. You know there was a lot of bits and pieces at the end of the match, and like Tyrone are experienced operators, they have they wound the clock down. Simple as that. When they had, when they get in the lead, it's just very very difficult to get them back. There appeared to be an over carry from one of the Tyrone cornerbacks, and there was a trip on the 45. Both not called. What did you make of those? Well, look again. I, I'm down low on the sideline. You're seeing. I'm seeing small bits, and I can deserve some at the end of that match. But look, the referee, and I know the referees don't explain anything. But that's you're not going to get an explanation from him. But look, uh, he called it, and we're we lose. What was the effect of the delay at halftime? Uh, I'd say on both teams, like the, like I, what could you call it? You know, we're not. Uh, we we had the same problem as Tyrone and I'm sure Tyrone came out and they were they looked a bit live there but they had to bring the game to us and maybe playing into the wind was easier at times you can run with the ball the passes stick and that's what Tyrone were came out well in the first five minutes but we re- responded to that and I just feel sorry for the, the families of the people that were in trouble in the stand and that's how they, these things happen and you know we, we prepared the boys the best we could and came out and fought another great battle in the second half but we just fell short a one-point defeat. Have this bunch of players changed the mindset of Tipperary football over the last couple of years? Oh, definitely. Look, uh, Tipperary are coming from an area where you know we fourth division football for for say a few, nearly a decade, and uh, you know not really any ambition to get anywhere. But in the last five, six, seven years, like with a bunch of players and a lot of very committed senior players, Tipperary are on the rise. And like today, we'll 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 get a knock today. There's no doubt about that. It will affect the players, and but we'll do our best tonight to. Make sure that that's limited, and in order to temporary public support this team, which is a big thing for us. Is it sustainable up to senior level and in the next? Uh, I do because years. there's seven, six or seven of those guys playing in our senior team. You know, they, we we'll play Waterford in the Munster Senior Football Championship. He's got in Turles on the 31st of May, and hopefully, we if we can get through that game, we've carry. And like these are big games that temporary need to be playing. And again, today it's a hard lesson today, 
but I think these are these these things happen, and you know maybe we need to get a small bit more cynical. You know, there's a lot of stuff goes on in these games that Tipperary have have to learn, and I think we will over the period. But they were cynical. Uh, look, if, if the referee calls these things. I just think this part of the game at the moment. You know, you, you're talking about it. It's tackling off the ball. There's all this kind of stuff. The rules are there to tidy it up. Uh, if they're not working well, what can you do? And basically, I think we went out to play the game in the right vein and the right manner. Tyrone went out to play their way, and I'm afraid Tyrone beat us tonight and deserved. At the end of the game, they're they're deserving champions. They're they're leading the scoreboard. That's it. Targeted, brought down quite a bit. Yes. Yes. Oh, look, against them. No, well, that's what I'm talking about. They know how the game, how they do it, how they get to, how they play against referees, how they, you know, how they win matches, and that's 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 how they win matches. There Simple as that. There are a lot of verbals out there. The tip didn't react. Were you happy with that? Or well, look, we we knew what we were coming into. We 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 were well. We had the boys well versed about what to expect verbally and. Make sure we don't react to it. I thought we dealt with it well, and again, it's it's part parcel of the the type of football we won't play against today. And I give great credit to Tyrone on the way they play football. They're a fine football team. I don't really believe that they should be going at that stuff. But look, that's that's how they do it, and that's they're happy with it. I think they're better. They're at playing football, and they should if they if they went that football, that that was a very very good game. You take all those bits and pieces out of it. So that's it for this week's rewind. Enjoy the rest of your week. The Monday Rewind.